Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. The Early History of Chemotherapy for Renal Disease The early history of chemotherapy for renal disease actually starts with the beginning of the modern era of cancer chemotherapy. It can be traced to the German introduction of chemical warfare during World War I. One of the chemical agents used was mustard gas, which was particularly devastating for trench warfare. Although chemical warfare was banned by the Geneva Protocol in 1925, the advent of World War II led to concerns over the possible reuse of chemical warfare. This led to the discovery of nitrogen mustard, a chemical warfare agent, as a treatment for cancer. Two Yale pharmacologists, Drs. Lewis Goodman and Alfred Gilman, of the Goodman and Gilman fame for their seminal textbook in pharmacology later, were recruited by the U.S. Department of Defense in order to investigate the potential therapeutic applications of chemical warfare agents. They observed that mustard gas was too volatile to be suitable for lab experiments and exchanged a nitrogen molecule for sulfur and developed a more stable compound, nitrogen mustard. A year into their research, a German air raid in Italy led to the exposure of a thousand people to the secret cargo of the SS John Harvey, which was composed of mustard gas bombs. Dr. Stuart Alexander, an expert in chemical warfare for the armed services, was recruited to investigate. Autopsies of the victims found profound lymphoid and myeloid suppression after exposure. In Dr. Alexander's report, he theorized that since mustard gas all but ceased the mitosis of certain types of somatic cells whose nature was to divide fast, it could be potentially put to use for helping suppress the division of certain types of cancer cells. Goodman and Gilman The latter son went on to receive the Nobel Prize in Physiology and Medicine for G-proteins, suggested that this agent could be utilized for lymphomas after developing an animal model. Later, a patient with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma was treated, and they observed a dramatic reduction in the patient's tumor mass. After World War II, a pathologist at Harvard, Dr. Sidney Farber, studied the effects of folic acid in leukemic patients. These were the beginnings of the use of cytotoxic agents for the treatment of cancer. The initial studies were done in 1943 and the results published in 1946. In 1949, Philip Hinch, a recipient of the Nobel Prize himself, Edward Kendall, Charles Slocum, and Howard Pauley of the Mayo Clinic published a seminal paper entitled the effects of a hormone of the adrenal cortex and of pituitary adrenocorticotrophic hormone on rheumatoid arthritis. After this discovery that the corticosteroid, cortisone, had a significant anti-inflammatory effect in patients with rheumatoid arthritis in 1949, independent discoveries by others suggested that azathioprine was an effective immunosuppressive agent 
in the prevention of renal allograft rejection. This was in the early 1960s. However, many of the mechanisms of the immune response remained enigmatic. In the 1960s and 1970s, there was a borrowing of cyclophosphamide from the developing field of cancer chemotherapy for use in immune renal diseases and renal transplantation. In the late 1970s and early 1980s, the technology to develop monoclonal antibodies for human therapeutic use and the discovery of immunosuppressive agents of cyclosporin from a fungus found in the ground in Japan was noted. Immunotherapy was on its way for renal disease. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.